Welcome back, lads and ladettes, to episode 40. Wow, this is 40. Who would have thought we would have made it this far? 40. The 40 bomb. We, yeah, we're, oh my god, we're old. We are old, man. Holy 40 days. I uh, I searched up the number 40 significance so that we could, you know, provide some insight to the people. Um, so Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. I that didn't is, I didn't know that. It's impressive. Know, really? I went to like Catholic school growing up, so like that was like instilled like it was yeah, 40 days and 40 nights he wandered through the desert. And... Yeah, this is like the first thing that came up on Wikipedia here. <laughs> it says the number 40 is great significance throughout the Torah and the Talmud. The number 40 represents transition or change, the concept of renewal, a new beginning. The number yeah, 40 has the power spiritual to lift a spiritual state. <laughs> yeah, we're a spiritual podcast. Yeah, we're so gonna, versatile, it's insane. Everyone's going to get their chakras aligned by the end of this. <laughs> we're like, we're bouncing from like sports to just pop culture and music to business and entrepreneurship <laughs> to just we are so versatile it's crazy yeah we're I mean, the swiss like, army knife like, of podcasts yeah we like made the point like we're like hey listen like we're never gonna be spitting chicklets like we kind of maybe like gotta like lay off strictly hockey let's yeah. dabble with some other stuff yeah and i think we've, we've done that i think yeah. we're doing a good job and we're gonna continue to do it because we always love learning about new things and whether that be chakras or jesus's uh uh, 40 days and 40 nights in the desert and learning a little bit about religion and culture. Yeah, let's get into it, man. Yeah. Wow. The wow. Swiss Army Knife of podcasts. Episode wow. 40. Here we are. What a journey it's been, McGee. What a journey. It's, dude, it's been such a journey. From the two-year break, we're back. <laughs> we want to do it again. Yes, let's do it. And now we're here. Wouldn't change it for the world, but 40. That is a milestone if I've ever seen one. Yeah, that is. Um. Let's get into a little revisit of last episode. Uh, we had on a guest that I thought was one of the coolest that we've got to interview so far, and not necessarily because of like the hype of his name or who he is or like the po- like his platform and stuff, but because of the insight and like the inspiration that this guy provided, how smart and knowledgeable he was, and we both said it after the interview, and then even during last episode at the end, we talked about like. There were points during that interview where we for, we almost forgot that we were interviewing this guy. Like it felt like we were sitting in like a conference call in a yeah, it was Gary V segment. Like, <laughs> yeah. I felt so inspired at the end of it. And and like a lot of other other people feel the same way. Like the amount yeah. of texts uh, and calls I've gotten after that that episode being like, dude, that was the real deal. Like good stuff. Yeah, it was and pretty I cool. Little, I posted a little something on like the Snapchat and of like what one of our friends texted us in like a group chat, like basically just like giving us incredible praise. And then someone swiped up on the storm. Like, dude, like, yeah, like I agree. Like he's not wrong. And I'm like, wow. Wow. Yeah. It was really cool. Like even my dad, my dad loved it and thought it was so cool to hear like the message this guy had to give to us. And my dad, even, I think he commented on the Instagram post and just said like yeah. this, this episode isn't, specific to any age group or any kind of person like this is this is good insight and information for anybody yeah like, just for it's life. valuable for anybody. You're doing. yeah yeah i i the one thing that i like loved about that is just how like he would like, make sure to, to do the things he hated yeah yeah like he would never even like man i don't think i'm mentally strong enough to like wake up in the morning and like run i hate running <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna run five every day oh, yeah damn yeah 
Um, all right. Well, another thing I wanted to revisit here uh, from last episode was, and this is kind of being a continual theme, and I think it probably will be throughout the rest of the summer, just because of the nature of the season and what happens right now. <laughs> but um, we talked about sunburns. Sunburns have been such an important part of this podcast as we've gone through. I think it was in one of the fir- very first episodes that we talked about what kind of sunburns are good or bad or like which ones you don't you want to avoid. And then last episode we talked we showed your we sunburn on the screen. showed the sunburn Go on that YouTube you and look it up if you haven't seen it. It's just it's it bad. was insane. So first I want to ask you can you give us an update on the sunburn like Okay. Has the tan started to come in? Does it hurt? Are you itchy? Is it peeling? Like, what's the so, situation? So Are you I'm all right? So itchy right now. It's like not quite, still red, not quite like turning fully into a tan. Yeah. But I will say that it's getting darker. It's less like sensitive. It's just really itchy. Right. Uh, and like the the difference, like the the juxtaposition between the white and the red yeah. on my chest is is significantly decreased. Oh, that's good. That's good. I, less, I look less like Neapolitan ice cream now. <laughs> okay, but I'm starting to peel, and it is just itchy as can be, man. Like I, uh, I feel like I'm like a crap. Yeah, peeling is so is the worst, man. You just oh. wake up and it's just like you feel like a a snake. <laughs> do you have? Do you got like moisturizer or anything? I well, I'm not in my room right now. Like so, I I'm up in Waterloo. Yeah, and my my one of my buddies on the orientation team is letting me crash in his roommate's room. Right, so I really don't, I don't want to go rummaging rummaging around. Yeah, ocean. yeah, yeah. Fair enough. That's uh, it's probably a little offside. <laughs> I think I think you draw the line. Just um, but like I'm just not touching anything. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, okay, so you got an armpit sunburn. That was one of the things that was like crazy because. Armpit sunburns are honestly they they scare me because armpit it's sunburn, so you, you really gotta try to make it happen. Like I would, I've never had a sub, armpit sunburn in my life before this, right. and I probably won't have one after this. Yeah, because you're gonna do everything you can to avoid it. Yeah, because it's it always on the top of your head now. Yeah, it's one of the painful. It's gonna stick with me. I'm gonna have like flashbacks of like the pain I felt, <laughs> armpit sunburn, just chafing away every single day, no matter what I do. So how how was it? dealing with the armpit sunburn, let alone just a regular sunburn on your chest and stuff. How is the armpit sunburn being? The armpit sunburn was brutal because I got home I got home from Waterloo last, I guess last weekend. Yeah. And uh, I went to play around a golf. Hudson Hudson Lambert, friend of their show, picks me up. While we were recording last episode, yeah. I'd like to add. So he walks in my house and he's like, yo, like, come, we're going golfing. I'm like, okay. So I, I just like, get in the car, we go golfing, and I was just so burnt and so hungover and just like feeling like absolute trash on the course. I, <laughs> yeah. I shoot a seven. I shoot a seven on the fr- on hole one. So just like, like a tough I, start. You're like, I'm start. hungover. I'm burnt as shit. Like yeah. my armpits hurt. I don't want to be here. And yeah. then you shoot a seven. I shoot a seven on hole one. Yeah. I, I go to I go to hole two. And I'm like, you know what? Like, fuck this. I have, I'm not gonna play like shit anyways. I'm just kind of like, just loosey goosey, baby. Approaching the second tee box. Yeah, just have fun with it. Like, what yeah. does it matter? Yeah. Pull up my nine iron, and I'm just taking a couple practice swings. My armpits are just <laughs> on fire. On fire. On fire. Yeah. And I, I'm like, fuck it. Just attack the ball. Wouldn't you know it? I got a fucking hole in one on hole two. My that first hole in one, bro. What was okay? So you. 
you hit the ball. I hit the okay, ball. So so tell me what the whole what the whole like layout kind of looks like okay. here. It was like a, it's a shorter. It was like a shorter par three, probably. I don't know, like flat or is, that, is the hole downhill I or wrong. I don't know. Is it, it downhill or what's the hole the... Was slightly down. The hill was or the hole was slightly downhill. Okay. Um, and I think there were like bunkers on either side of the green on like at the, like, at the front side of it, but. I just like hit the ball clean and it just like looks good. Like I, just, I know it's going to be on the green. Like that's yeah, all. I know. Yeah. It just looks like a good shot. And I look and I just see it like drop on the green and it gets, just gets rolling back. It's rolling back. And I'm like, this looks close. <laughs> so like we're waiting there. And then like, did that, like I, we kind of just see it disappear. And I'm like, yo, I turned to Hudson. He's like, I think that went in, man. I'm like, no fucking way. Yeah. I had to wait until the other guys shot like the rest of our, our foursome. So, we get in the cart and we start pulling up and we get closer and closer. And he's like, dude, pull out your phone. How the fuck are you not filming this? Like, this is like massive. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I was just scared. I didn't want to jinx it. <laughs> yeah. So I pull my phone anyways. And we're going, he's like, it's in, it's in. And we get out of the cart <laughs> and run up to the hole and we're freaking out. We're like, oh my God, dude, I was shaking. Like both Hudson was shaking. He didn't even, he didn't even shoot. Like we were both just like didn't know what to do with ourselves yeah we look at the ball we're like oh my god like what the fuck i called my dad (laughs) oh my god dad i got a hole in one he's like oh like nice (laughs) (laughs) come on like it's a big deal i'm like a shitty golfer it's like a once in a lifetime thing yeah that's in that's amazing that's amazing and then how long did it take you to get down from the high like how did you shoot for the rest of the round (laughs) i after that i was on an absolute heater Really? So from, from 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 hole two to hole nine, I'd say like it. I'd say like I stopped shaking around like hole eight, hole nine, <laughs> and then the back nine. The back nine, I kind of got back to reality, and I was just like so trash again. Yeah. Whatever. That's like usually how it goes for me, anyways. Yeah. Like on the front, I'm like, if I'm if I'm playing well, I'm dialed on the front, and then hole ten comes, and I just collapse, and then yeah, the I'm last tired. back nine is just. I'm tired. I'm sore. Like I. I'm yeah. kind of like, like, yeah, but uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Congrats, McGee. Congrats thank on the hole in one. Thank you. I'm very proud of it. Probably one of my biggest accomplishments. So, does uh, the course do anything for you? No, no. I, I honestly, I didn't even bring my scorecard home. I left it there. Like we forgot it in the cart. No. But I, I, I'm gonna have the ball. I have the yeah. ball still. So I went to, I went on like Kijiji or no, I went to Etsy. Because I just I searched like hole in one or golf hole in one trophies. Like I, wanted to, I wanted to commemorate the moment, so I ordered myself I ordered myself a little like hole in one trophy that like holds the ball. Uh, it like holds the ball. It holds the ball up, and and then I can get like it engraved. So like I nice. I sent in them like yeah like my name the the course it was and like the date. I'm like yeah this is dope. Like so that is unreal. You deserve I'm it. Man. Yes, I am an asshole, and I ordered myself. A whole <laughs> But I think I had to. I had no, to. I think you deserve it. I think you deserve it. That's insane. I don't I don't think I'll ever hit a hole in one. Like it's one of those things where you just it's not even like you're like, oh I, I hope I do this. Like obviously you want to be able to hit a hole in one, but it's just so far out of this like I, realm of possibility. You know I what know. I mean? You're never like, I'm gonna hit a hole in one. Yeah. It's like okay, <laughs> let's get this close. It's like it's just, yeah. no, it doesn't, doesn't happen. I'm not good enough to make that happen. Oh, that's incredible. And the fact that you did it with an armpit burn too yeah, <laughs> while hung over. Painful. Yeah. Congratulations, McGee. Very, very impressive. Very no impressive. Pressure, no pressure, no diamonds, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, I think uh I, I texted you the other day. 
yesterday, I guess. And I was like, I, I was thinking about it cause I've been driving around at work, uh, just listening to music in the car, or like the truck all day. And I was thinking like, while, while I'm driving around, I'm just singing all the songs that come up on the radio. And I was wondering like, what, what are the best sing along songs? So with that being said, I think it's time to bring back a segment that we used to have back in the day and we've oh, got a little bit yeah. for it. So, so I'll drop that in. Um, it's our master debaters segment. Master debaters. I love master debating. So top five sing-along tunes. Yeah. This is going to be a tough one, man. There are so many songs that could be included on the list for just so many different reasons, too. Yeah, I think we're like we're going to have to do a top five, and then we'll get into kind of like an honorable mention section, or just even talk about some of the other ones that could be that okay, are just great okay. songs. You know. What so I mean? do you want to go? Do you want to alternate the sing along tunes? So like you'll say one, we'll, and then I'll say one. Like you, you start. You start with your okay. sing along tune, and I'll see if like I agree. All right, sure. So. These are in no particular order because I think it's very hard to rank them. I don't know. Yeah. I, I couldn't order mine. Um, so first one I'll go with here, and it's such a, it's such a classic, is uh, Sweet Caroline. Dude, I have that on my list. Too. Okay, okay. Like you can't not have Sweet Caroline because yeah. Sweet Caroline gets like the, it's not just a sing-along tune. It's like a, like there's little other nuances in the song yeah. that you can do. Yeah, like hands. The buff, yeah, the hands. Yeah, there's hands. Like, it's, a, it's like a interactive song. Oh yeah, it's, so it just gets the crowd like, engaged. Okay, sorry, yeah. this might be like a little off, but that's kind of similar to like YMCA. Yeah, no, it <laughs> is though. Like, because everyone, yeah, yeah, and everybody can do that. Yeah, but yeah, so Sweet Caroline in my top five. In my uh, top five as well. I have no, it you know every word. Yeah. You can dance along. Like there's all the like you said, like the ba ba ba. Yeah, yeah. It's just so so good. All right, so what else, what do you, what do you got on there? Okay, I have. I'm gonna start off just with a silly one. Okay, you know, uh, tub, I'm gonna go tub thumping by Chumbawamba. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so Dude, that's not in my top five, but it's. I had it on the list of like things I was thinking, considering. <laughs> yeah, because like, dude, I'm like. I feel like everybody knows that oh, I get knocked down yeah. and I get up again. Like everyone knows that part and like can sing along to it. Yeah, it's universal. But then the moment 100%. like the chorus comes in, everybody just stops singing, and I just yeah. think that's so funny. Yeah, I or, like I the verses exactly come in because you like don't know. <laughs> yeah, but and then yeah. it comes back. Oh, I get knocked down. <laughs> and uh, that one we had like when we did the podcast t- before, like two years ago. We did. I think we did one where we did the best uh one hit wonders and that yeah, was one dude. of them yes that was one of them that was, that was a yeah but i think that's i think that's a uh in my top five sing-along tunes anyways in terms of okay. in terms of just like po- like popularity and like we're widespread like everyone knows it. it's yeah. universal it's yeah. universal okay so <laughs> another one i've got in my top five my second one uh party in the usa oh Iris. yeah and then not in my top five, but honorable mention just from Miley Cyrus as well is the climb. Really? See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to sing along to the climb. I don't think. Really? I know every word. <laughs> really? Yeah. This is a, it's, a, it's a humble brag. Yeah. There's some songs. So that was one thing. 
getting like way off topic here. That was one thing I kind of wanted to know is like, how impressive is it if you can sing every word to songs? Like there are so many songs that I know every word to start to yeah. finish. It's, it's ridiculous. I yeah, have a too. very similar, like, did you, pr- like, so did you practice? Like, do you like listen to it over and over until you know, or did you just like, have no, those, like have I usually just listen to it like one time and then it kind of like starts to pick up on some of it. And then the next time I listen to it, I know a bit more. And then like, yeah, it just, adds I, never, I don't listen to it in like a row. Like I don't listen to it continuously, mm-hmm. but the more I listen to it, the more I start to figure out the words and then I can just belt it out. I feel like um, there are some songs that I've like just like kind of experienced that like people like make a point of knowing the lyrics to that song because of how popular it is. Like if you're Fair. sitting around and someone throws on like a rap song, yeah, yeah, and it's I like know, people, mean. it's like the whole room raps along. It's like there's no way this is all your favorite song. Like, like you guys literally had to like learn this. You guys sat down together and had like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. the only one you can't rap along. I'm like something, something fishy is going on. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so party in the USA. That's uh, that's in my top five. All right, my okay, okay. Party in the USA. That's a good one. I'm gonna go ahead and say before he cheats by Carrie Underwood. Wow, wow. That's a good one, but I feel like it's a little more niche. Like, it is niche. It is niche. But if you listen to country or you have yeah. like, you like country, like you're gonna know that song. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I uh, yeah, I, I think I know might know everywhere to that one. Yeah, yeah, it's there great. Few, okay, well, going on that theme of sneaky sing-along tunes. Yeah, one of the sneakiest, one of the sneakiest sing-along tunes that like everybody knows the lyrics, but no one knows how everyone knows. Forget You by CeeLo Green. Yes. Dude, it yes, is the... I didn't even sne- think about that one. It is the sneakiest sing-along tune yeah. of all time, in my opinion. Like, Yeah, I, fair enough. I don't know how I knew all the words. I just, like, it just came on. I'm, like, sang along. I'm, like, well, I just... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Know. The song ends, and you're, like, wait, I, did, I didn't stop from the time yeah. it started. <laughs> I just black out. <laughs> like, what, what just happened? Yeah, that's a, that's, a good, that's a good mention there. Wow. I didn't even think about that one. It didn't come yeah, up. Dude. Forget wow. You, CeeLo Green. Okay, so before he cheats is in your top five. All right, yeah. so my my next one, um, don't stop believing. Oh yeah, That's I cool. think that one is just it just it's such a feel good like everybody gets pumped up, everyone's like on their feet. You just nut belt out everywhere. Yeah, get the on music, your feet. The music is this like so good. The words, incredible, just top yeah. to bottom great song get randy jackson on the on the bass like yeah. it's wrong. just such like a great karaoke song like i think that it might is. be what i would pick just because like it not only is it something i could sing every word to and is it just a good song in general yeah you get the crowd involved like that's what you need when you do karaoke you need yeah. the crowd involved otherwise just like it would just be dead just yeah dead. we were talking about this in like episode in episode 25 when max steves joined us we were talking about like is going too hard at karaoke like embarrassing like would you rather get up on the karaoke stage and be a bad singer or like a good singer oh man i think you just gotta <laughs> i don't think it matters i think it's just as long as you're you've got good effort and you're having a good time like yeah. it doesn't really matter if you okay here's the thing though here's the thing if you're a bad singer and you pick a very niche song, then it, you're just get off the stage. Yeah. Right. Because if nobody can sing along and you're just bad, then everybody just has to listen to you. But like, if you're a bad singer and you get up to sing, like just as an example of what I just said, don't stop believing. Yeah. Then the crowd can sing and like 
take away some of the you out a little bit you know what i mean so like but also if you're a good singer like get it in there but if you're a good singer like you can be a great singer and just perform like an absolute asshole at karaoke and just like go really try hard and that's kind of shitty too like yeah, because then people are like, I don't know if we're supposed to sing along or if yeah, we're just I, like, I don't know if watch or is this a performance? Yeah, do we flawed like, at the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> I came here for to enjoy my two dollar burgers and beers at Chainsaw. Yeah, and now this person is just like American Idol up here shouting. I know it's yeah. wild. Okay, so don't stop believing. That's yeah. that's third in my top five. Okay, let's see what I got next. Don't stop believing was a good one. On my list, I have American Pie by Don McLean. Wow, wow, oh, that's a good, that's a good pick. That's a good. I pick. think I hadn't I, thought about that one either. You're kind of like, I hadn't even thought about some of these songs that you're you're coming up with in here. Yeah, man, I I, I, I have a, I'm guilty of singing along to that one. But again, similar to um, damn, what was the other song I said that you couldn't like? Oh, tub thumping. Yeah, that's just that's a song that's just so long. You can yeah. sing it. You can sing all of it up into a certain point. It's like, oh, okay, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just like, like it's just so long that it's difficult to really to master it. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Okay, so next one I've got here, um, "Country Roads." Oh, take baby. me home, "Country Roads." I think that one is such a good one. And Dude, one, I, like, go, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, like, that song is so iconic. Like, I, especially like looking and seeing those videos of like the West Virginia like football games. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole crowd, like the whole stadium of like over 100,000 people just erupt singing along together to that song. Like, I think that's just glorious. Wow. So one thing that I've heard, because I listen to this other podcast, is Pat McAfee. He, uh, he was an NFL punter, and he went to West Virginia. And he said that this is the one thing I wish, like I wish Canadian universities had culture like this, like they have in the States. Um, every night at every bar in West Virginia, like uh, the camp surrounding the campus and stuff, every bar at midnight, they all play Country Roads at the same really? time. And everyone in the bar sings every single word. That's amazing. Like, how cool would that be? You're in there. That would be so fun. And everyone just starts belting out every single word to the song. And like, you would have to know it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's your anthem. They would include like the the uh, lyric sheet in your like application folder. That they yeah, send yeah. The orientation package. Oh, by the way, memorize this. Yeah. By the way, you're gonna need this. So, country roads. That's that's easy in my uh, top five. It's such a good song. That is a oh, that is a great one. Oh my god. I'm trying to think of uh, a few more like little like just off the board ones. Um. Sing along tunes. I guess wagon wheel, chicken fried. If you're into country, those yeah. ones are always uh, those are kind of just safe bets. Well, here I'll give you my last one in my yeah, top five because yeah. I did Sweet Caroline, Don't Stop Believing, Party in the USA, Country Roads, and then my last one I had in my top five is Red Solo Cup. You know, by Toby Keith. Yes, yes. I think that one's such a good sing-along song because it's slower, it's easy to know all of the words, and it's just like a good party song, right? Like it's yeah, just, it's about just a drinking. feel good. Yeah, yeah. It's just a feel good tune. It's not. Yeah. yeah, it's not. The tempo is not too fast. You don't have to like get after it and like really pay attention to the lyrics. It's one of those ones. If you listen to it like two times, you could probably sing along to it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I back it. I back it. So it's that's like a- the last one of my top five. Yeah. I you know what? I I like that list. I think I think. 
I think more songs will come. I'm kind of upset because I know I'm going to like wrap this up at the end of the, the episode and just like continue throughout the rest of my day and then think of like 14 more that I'm like, okay. wow. Well, here, do you want me to go through? I have a list of honorable mentions and I'll go through quickly and you can stop me when you hear ones that you like or that okay, you okay. Like, didn't think of. Down, yeah. So a lot of these were given to me by my parents yesterday and my sister and then some of them I, I threw in here as well. So my dad said Margaritaville. Okay. Which I think is a pretty good one. But like, yeah. I wouldn't know every word to it. I so neither would like I wouldn't for me to say. Yeah. But, but it's I, just I that, yeah. you know, wasting away yeah. in Margaritaville. <laughs> um, the Gambler by Kenny Rogers. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you every word to that one. When to hold them. Yeah. No, when, when to fold them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mom suggested this one, Bohemian Rhapsody. I, that was on my list, actually. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I know go. like every word of that song. Yeah, me too. So that's... Great song. Easy to sing with. Dude, so, okay, take this in. I was in. I was at the bar one time, and it was like some retro night or some like throwback night. And they played Bohemian Rhapsody like in the bar. And I was like with some guys on my hockey team at the time. And they're like, yo, what is this? What? Yeah. Had never what? even like... And I'm, I was just so mind blown. Like, I'm not... I wasn't like... I was just confused yeah, how you like, don't know it, like that song. That's nuts. That's it wild was so wild. I couldn't, dude. I couldn't believe it. I was like weird. singing along, and I, I was like, "Yeah, what? Like, what's this?" I'm like, "What? Like, really? yeah. how do Am you I not know? Punked? Am I being punked right now?" <laughs> yeah. Is there a <laughs> camera? Yeah, Ashton. Ashton. <laughs> looking around. Okay, so then, uh, living on a prayer. Dude, I was gonna say when you were talking about good karaoke songs, Bon Jovi is yeah. a can't miss at karaoke. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Brown Eyed Girl. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think that's another one where it's just the chorus is a sing-along tune. I, I don't think I'd be able to sing along with all the verses as well. But yeah. the chorus is like pretty It's kind of like a Summer of 69 as well. That's on uh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. Um, Call Me Maybe. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's, that's like, I'd put that one with like, uh, CeeLo Green situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, same, like, same level. Any uh, of those, like, like, I don't know, mid two thousands, like, pop radio, uh, like, songs. Yeah, oh, man. yeah. Um, I want it that way. That's kind of like same. I know the chorus. Like, other yeah, than that, yeah. I don't really know. Mr. Brightside. Yeah. Uh, um, we, we were just shitting on that song like two episodes ago. I know. I know. Uh, Free Fallen. Hmm. Um. This is the song I couldn't think. The next one here I'm about to say is the one that I was thinking about that they always play at that bar, uh, Jack's, where it's like the dollar beers. Um, I couldn't think of it when we were doing the episode. It's Wonderwall by Oasis. Dude, okay, yes. So just imagine like you're in the bar and there's live music and they play this song probably like 20 times throughout the night. Like every time every time they play it. That's hilarious. That'd be so fun though. I think that's just like, I think it's just funny. Yeah. It is like, Wonderwall is like a good song. It's kind of memed though now. Yeah, that song. But like, I, yeah, I think that I would have a blast if Wonderwall came out the bar like, like four times a night. I think <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Uh, okay, I love rock and roll. Yeah, Joan Jett. Uh, Piano Man. Yeah, Piano Man is a, a one I can sing like start to finish. Like that's I, yeah, I think I can too. I, it's one of those ones though that I'd have to like play it and listen to. In order to be able to be like, oh yeah, I can actually like sing the words. I couldn't just sing them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> oh man, that is such a throwback. Like I that's love hilarious. That. So minor hockey playing Cotton Eye Joe, skating around in warmups. <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you go from? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Cotton Eye Joe, man. That came on at like so at my cottage, there's this little pavilion and they would have like dances. They'd host dances for the kids. Yeah. And like I'd show up with Scotty Wyatt and we'd pull up into this pavilion ready to like meet some women. <laughs> and like Cotton Eye Joe. Wait, we just think we're like the shit. We're like, yeah, this is this is the coolest thing ever, man. Like our parents fucking dropped us off. Let's go. And we had to go in and Cotton Eye Joe been bumping on the speakers, just fucking vibing. Yeah. Cotton Eye Joe, baby. Yeah, what a tune. Go time. Um, okay, and then these ones are ones that I know everywhere too. I don't know necessarily if they're like <laughs> oh, dude, this songs, be... but oh, here I'll give them to you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire our song on. by Taylor Swift. Okay, yeah. You know, like our song is Slam Screen Doors. <laughs> you know, <laughs> pretty that quick. One? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm happy yeah. you do. I, I couldn't say I would know all the lyrics, but like, that's I crazy. know every word. <laughs> amazing. Um, this one is I don't even know why I know this one, and it's really weird. It's like it's a long song too, and I know every word. It's very slow. Traveling Soldier by the Dixie Chicks. Oh, dude, I know every words. I know every uh, lyric to Traveling Soldier too. Nice, nice. I'm not so even we'll a big have to get together Dixie and Chicks. sing. Yeah, we should. Like, I'm not even. I don't listen to the Dixie Chicks too often. Right. But I just know every word to that one song. Yeah, it's great song. Like, yeah, it is beautiful. It's just song. like this sad, like oh, beautiful song. Dude, yeah. <laughs> um and then the other one that i know every word to oh no oh no and like it's kind of a funny one but i'm like so proud of it all star by smash mouth oh <laughs> i know man. every word oh every man word. dude i feel like um the shrek soundtrack is one of the most iconic movie soundtracks of all time to the, <laughs> yeah, to the point where like so good. almost every song in shrek i know the it's lyrics to just from shrek yeah fair enough like it's so good the yeah track is so good to change his time yo it's so hype yeah shrek soundtrack is undefeated in my opinion so then a couple honorable mentions uh hunting fishing loving every day luke bryan yep uh closing time yeah that's a good one we are the champions yep uh and then this one was suggested by my dad as well uh na 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 goodbye i don't even know what it's called neither do i that's just yeah that's okay and then this man this one i just have to say it because my dad thought i think we gotta wrap it up here though yeah this is the last one this is the last one that's what I swear. <laughs> this one I have to say, and I have to give a shout out to my dad. <laughs> Just the silliest suggestion. Um, oh Canada. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I love that song. You have to say okay. Oh, I love that song. Everybody can sing along. <laughs> That's so funny. So oh, yeah, those are our top sing along song so we gave our top five we gave all of our honorable let, you, let us hear what you guys think yeah write us in and say what write you us in write us in let us know what you think the, what did we miss i i just know i have a gut feeling we missed some like huge ones yeah people are but obviously say, obviously like, there some songs are just like like it's a given like we're trying to go yeah a little bit off the board here yeah. but yeah write us in we want to we want to know what, what we've missed and and like what you guys can weirdly sing along to 
Yeah. So that uh, that wraps up our first master debater segment of just you and I. Uh, it was a really good one. It was a lot Dude, of fun. I had a blast, yeah. Um, you know who recently, or not too long ago, I guess, I saw there was a big debate on Twitter. And it would have fallen more into my category because I follow like lacrosse Twitter pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of weird because it was this collaboration between people that I follow. What happened was in the lacrosse Twitter community, they started to have this bracket. And they were coming up with a bracket for best Twitter accounts in lacrosse. And I was just scrolling through. I'm like, oh, who's who's in this like, hold on. Is this like players accounts? So they like rank the just in general, like people who comment on lacrosse, people who are players, uh, coaches, like the lacrosse, like lacrosse, lacrosse community, anybody who's involved. Like, let's say it was hockey. It would have been like a big list of people, man. Yeah. If it was hockey, it would have included like, say, guys like um, Bob McKenzie. Bob Mc- yeah, Bob McKenzie. And then like players and then yeah. some coaches who were involved or whatever. Like pe- just people who were involved in sports. So I'm scrolling through and I see that the last ranked person in this bracket is one of my like friends, Drake Porter. And he's the goalie for Syracuse uh, Division One lacrosse. And I'm like, there's no like I know, I know this guy and he's he's in he ends up in the bracket and he's in the bracket with guys who are huge in the lacrosse community like Paul Rabel um there's this guy I follow called Diggs Tape guys at Barstool who do lacrosse and Drake was in there up against all these guys so as the last I, he, so he slipped in at the last he slipped in seat. last last ranked person in this bracket and then I said to you I was like hey we we got to we got to reach out to this guy so without further ado, let's introduce our guest of honor, Drake Porter. All right, the lads are pleased to announce that we are now joined by All-American Lacrosse goaltender, starting goalie for Syracuse University in both 2019 and 2020, where he led the ACC in save percentage in each season. He is the first Syracuse goalie since John Galloway in 2011 to return as a starter after starting every game the previous season. And recently, he won the LAX Twitter Madness Bracket for Best Lacrosse Twitter Account. Please welcome Drake Porter to the pod. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was uh, quite the introduction. I didn't even know about a couple of those. <laughs> so, Drake, uh, you're from Aurora, and you went to SAC and then IMG Academy in Florida, which is incredible. Um, and this was before you attended Syracuse. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, IMG is a world-renowned high school in Florida. And I think it's produced a list of professional athletes about a mile long. Like not many people have that opportunity to go to high school with outside the country. So I just wanted to hear about that experience. I mean, like outside the country, let alone at an institution like that. Tell us about kind of the atmosphere there and what it was like to uh, go to that school. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was probably like the most ridiculous year of my life. Like looking back, I'm kind of just like, how did that happen? Like I got an offer. Um, I wasn't even committed to Syracuse at the time, but they were still kind of, the lacrosse program was pretty new. So they were still recruiting kids and offering like pretty big scholarships. Uh, so they gave, they gave me a really good offer. Um, and then once I was down there, it was like 20 minutes from the beach. The facilities were absolutely insane. Like they literally, like nothing against Syracuse, but like the facilities there were like better than the like D- D1 school I'm at now. Like it was like nuts. Like I was at the squat rack and it was like, I'd go down and I'd go back up and it'd be like, you need to drop 10 pounds. Uh, in order to like get maximum efficiency and I was just like I don't know what's going on right now so it was like 
it was absolutely wild. Um, and then just like obviously being able to go to the beach and stuff on weekends, it, it was definitely like absolutely unreal year. Looking back, it's wild I was able to do it. But uh, but yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Did you uh, did you go to IMG because you thought you might have like a better chance at going through to schools in the U.S. and stuff? Like you said, you had already had some communication with Syracuse, but like did that influence it that you thought maybe you'll have a better chance of advancing on after? Yeah. So when I, um, when I told IMG and I was talking to them and I told them I was going to go, I really hadn't gotten, I had gotten zero division one offers. I was looking at like going division two. Um, some, it was called Colorado Mesa. I was in pretty serious talks with them. I almost committed actually, but then, uh, I ended up, it was because I was going to IMG, uh, the Syracuse coaches were like, Oh, well, you know, you get to play down there. That's a really high level program. Like I'm sure you'll only get better. Um, so like, we'd love to take you. So it was sort of weird how it like worked in that order. Um, but I mean, yeah, it ended up helping me go, but at the time I was going to IMG just to get recruited. That was the whole idea is like, I'll go down there, I'll play for a good team and maybe someone will pick me up, but didn't end up working exactly like that. Fair enough. Yeah. And so, so we see you're returning for the fifth year. Um, we know that you're on some, uh, professional lacrosse league draft lists, but just kind of walk us through the process about how you made that decision and kind of the impact it's had on your career. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was kind of weird because like, we found out on the Thursday before a Saturday game. So we're getting ready to like fly out the next morning. And we found out that like the season was over and I a hundred percent was like, okay, well, we're not, there's no way we get this year of eligibility back. It's been a great run boys. Like let's have a couple tonight and we'll move on. And then like two days later, they come up with this announcement that we might get a year of eligibility. So then I it was right at that moment. I was like, Oh, like, what am I going to do? Um, and as soon as we found out we could get scholarship money, to me, it's like in lacrosse, it's, it's not as much like other sports where professional might be like the ultimate end all be all like in lacrosse, like the college championship, as much as pro lacrosse is great and not, not knocking them at all, but the college championship is like what you play for. Like that yeah. to me is the pinnacle of the sport. And I felt like our team is like good enough to at least, you know, be in the final four, like right up there with the best. So I was like, yeah, I can't kind of turn this down. Um, and then at the time too, was, we didn't know if professional lacrosse was even going to happen this summer. So I was like, yeah. how could I turn down playing another year just to try to go play pro and then have the season not even happen. So I was like, you know, I got to go back, uh, ride it out with my boys and, and I'm, I'm happy I did. And I'm, I'm still down here, still got a few of my boys I'm living with next year. So it all worked out pretty well. So, uh, like I played lacrosse as well. I got to play with you and I played against you when you played, uh, at SAC and we I think Ryan actually got played against you when we were playing yeah, for right Boca Crothers. Um, right off the bench. But <laughs> like knowing lacrosse and the sport of lacrosse, there's not, not necessarily like the greatest future for people to have a career in lacrosse or there wasn't prior to. Uh, when you went to Syracuse, obviously uh, being able to get an education from a high level school, still being able to play your sport, and then uh, the co- winning, like a chance at winning the college lacrosse championship is the goals at the time. Um, was it any hope of yours to be able to go on and play in the MLL at all? Or was that kind of like, I want to play college and then go and work and whatnot after? Yeah. Because at think, the time um, there's no PLL. Yeah. And then I think like, I mean, I, do you know Ryan Gold? Anyways, I went to Sacramento yeah, yeah. with my buddy, and, and we yeah. would, like, trip each other all the time. And I would, I would be, like, grinding with lacrosse. I would go to this tournament, that tournament. be like, why are you even doing this? Like, you're literally going to make maximum $8,000. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? You're an idiot. And I was just like, I don't know. This is, like, what I love. And uh, for me, it was like, 
my goal is always Syracuse and playing, but like in the back of my mind, I, re- I mean, I watched a lot of pro games. I may have been one of very few, but I was watching a lot of professional <laughs> lacrosse and that was definitely in the back of my mind um, as something like a goal for, of mine was to go, go on and play um, at the time in the MLL. And you know, I knew it wasn't going to be my only job, but the way I look at it is like, it's literally a sport I love. If they're paying me anything to do it, I'll keep playing just cause like I want to yeah. play it as long as I can at the yeah. highest level I can. So that was sort of, it was always in my mind, but it definitely wasn't the end goal. Um, but I definitely, I was never like, Oh no, I'll never play that. Like there's some guys like that. It was not me. I'll play as long as I can possibly. I love that. So with that being said, um, what, like how exciting is it now with the, with the prospect of the PLL? Cause I, I've been following you, uh, all the way along and stuff, watching you at Syracuse. And, uh, I know that like, as soon as the PLL started, uh, my roommates and I, like we started watching on TV when it, when it was on and we would follow it and stuff. And then we saw that you were coming up in some of like the pre-draft scouts and like scouting reports and whatnot as one of the top goalies coming out of college. Um, so now like there's the opportunity to move on to the PLL and the PLL provides like a much, a much more, uh, sustainable lifestyle to be able to play at pro at like a very high level as a living so like how exciting is it to have that as a an option to be able to do going forward yeah i think um like what the pll has done too is like well what a lot of people don't realize is now like the mll is still trying to compete right because they're yeah. and they've got like some, they've got some pretty good guys and like but now both leagues are competing for players and guys are getting paid more than they ever have before and people are like yeah. like you said like there's sustainable lifestyles now and more than anything like it's getting in it's on tv like in, yeah. literally there were games on in canada last year like i can't remember ever seeing a field lacrosse game on tv in canada no you got to like, find the illegal like, streams yeah i'd be illegally streaming like every game and then <laughs> probably shouldn't say that but like <laughs> the <laughs> but like just to be able to see is like okay like this is going in the direction of like whichever league i end up playing in like i no matter what, hopefully I can make a living out of it because, you know, like it's getting a lot more attention now. And then the PLL specifically too is the, the social media and stuff like that. Like yeah. they're, they're absolutely crushing it on there. Like they're getting so many eyes on the sport that like normally just people would not care at all. So I don't know. It, it provides like a little legitimacy to it when it's on like NBC and stuff. And people kind of look at us as real athletes now and not yeah. a bunch of dudes who couldn't play hockey. <laughs> so uh, did you – did you end up like ever playing any other sports growing up? I know that uh, you came out to like some of our bro- uh, box lacrosse tryouts, but you just pretty much like strictly a field lacrosse guy. Um, actually, the year we won the Redbirds Provincials, I'm pretty sure you were in the the book as like a listed roster player for when we won. So like that can go under your uh, <laughs> under your mantle of of accomplishments. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Did you like, did you play anything else? Did you play hockey growing up? Uh, yeah, I played, uh, I played like, I think 10 years of hockey. I played from when I was like three, I played double A. I was a decent little defenseman. I was like third or fourth D guy. I played for Goulding Park in the GTHL. Okay. So I used to live uh, in Thornhill or Thornhill Markham area. Right. Um, and then when my family moved to Aurora, I tried out for the Aurora Tigers and that was like already such a tight knit group of guys. And like, I was just kind of walking in like, random dude from the gthl and i was just like i don't even like hockey that much anymore this is not worth like going through this headache um but other than that i mean i played a bunch of sports i played golf uh pretty competitively baseball actually my first sport i ever played was box across i was like three years old and then i quit when i was like 
seven because I was like, oh, I really want to pursue baseball in the summer. So stupid. I sucked. But, um, but yeah, I, I wanted to play box that season. I'm glad you brought that up because my, I was all in on playing, but my parents refused to drive me to the games because I was already playing on like three field teams. And they're like, you're not right. playing for a fourth lacrosse team. Like, we're not doing <laughs> yeah. this. Just yeah. so you can be like the worst player on this box team. Like, stop. <laughs> and I, like, I was like, I already made the team. And they're like, no, like, tell them you're done. Like, this isn't happening. And I was like, come on. Yeah, you were listening to my NLL career is toast because of that. Yeah. (laughs) No chance at the NLL after. But I mean, doing pretty good as a goalie. So (laughs) playing field lacrosse. So I think you made the right decision. Um, If you could have picked another sport to play professionally or like to play at a high level, what would that sport have been? 100% golf. It's got to be the, the chillest sport to play professionally, like, in the world. No lifting. I hate lifting. No lifting. Like, no conditioning. You just go and play, like, every day. <laughs> it's, like, the sickest. I don't know, like, I don't know why everyone isn't playing golf, trying to play professional golf. Like, I tried it for yeah. a while. It wasn't good enough. But if I could be, oh, my God. That's number one. But I just want to say, so, obviously, you're a multi-sport athlete, man. Like, uh, and one thing, like, I, I grew up playing hockey, and I know hockey dads are absolutely insane. Does that carry over to lacrosse? Dude, if you, you've never seen American lacrosse dads, like 10 times worse than hockey dads. These guys are nuts, man. Like there'll be a college coach on the sideline, like take, and there'll be like four like dads surrounding him, like asking him, <laughs> yeah. if he knows like what number is kidding. Like so aggressive, just shameless. I'm like, how is it like hockey dads are nuts. Don't get me wrong. But like these dudes are out of their minds. It's hilarious. Yeah. Going yeah, to like, the, uh... love that, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going to like those uh, U.S. tournaments and stuff, like the traveling tournaments. Like I, when I played uh, with Evolve, it was so funny to just see. You'd see them like sitting on the side, the scouts with their lawn chairs and stuff. They got their clipboards out, and there's just dads like circling by them, like just doing walk bys, mentioning the kid's name, like the number or whatever. It's so funny. Um, yeah, I think the funniest thing I heard about, sorry, was there was one guy. It was like a Cornell was at one of our games, and then I'm like looking over the sideline. And this guy's posted up beside the Cornell coach. He goes, oh, that was a hell of a play. You see that? Number three, he's like talking about his own kid. And I was like, buddy. Come on. Yeah, he's got his own clipboard pretending to be another scout. <laughs> Yo, I always joked around that, like that too. If I dressed up in like full, like if I just bought a Cornell hat, Cornell hoodie, and sat there with a clipboard, I'd get so many parents yeah. coming up to me, probably like slipping me 20s or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, I got him for kid. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I want to get into your Twitter account a little bit. So McGee and I like went through and scrolled and, uh, like I've known you for a while. So I followed your Twitter. Your Twitter is absolutely hilarious. Uh, I, some of the like tweets you fired out, I think there was one today you tweeted, uh, adults will tell you they, (laughs) adults will tell you they're too old to care about what other people think, then spend eight hours on their lawn to impress the neighbors. So, like, that was one that I just thought was hilarious because that's just so accurate. Like, it hits home with everybody. And then another one that you had that, like, kind of blew up from, uh, I think it was last week, um, thinking about how many JV quarterbacks are about to aggressively bully their teammates and call it leadership after this Jordan doc. So, there's some pretty quality stuff on your Twitter account. I just wanted to know, like, what – what comes to your head to like think about these things and then be like, yeah, I'm going to put this out there. Like, are you just walking around at home and you're like, this is kind of funny and then you just fire it out or is there like a draft process or what goes on? 
It's it's always been like whenever I don't like in the off season of a sport. So like the summertime is big as I'll just like sit there and try to like think of jokes. Um, I like for my my major is actually like advertising. So I like I'm a copywriter. So I like have to okay. write lines for ads. So we were told like get on you know make a Twitter. This is like first year. They said make a Twitter and you know that that'll be like part of your resume. Like just write jokes, write stuff, whatever you're interested in. So then I was like, oh hell yeah. I've been yeah. doing this for a while anyways. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I just try to think of jokes and like, I'll normally run them by my girlfriend. I'll just like, I'll be like, oh, I like, I think of something. And I'll like type it out and she'll look at it and she'll be like, no, nah, I was too wordy. And I'll be like, all right, I'll scrap it. I'll look at it later. It's like, it's stupid, but it's definitely something I like really enjoy doing for whatever reason. Maybe I just like attention and likes online, but uh, I like making, I always have. So it hasn't changed when I, uh, when I started playing on the field. Fair enough. Yeah, I like them. They're pretty jokes. And then yeah, that's uh, one, of the, one of the first things I mentioned when I uh, heard you're coming on, I did my quick due diligence and I saw your Twitter feed and I text Philly. I'm like, man, like this guy's hilarious. Like, <laughs> one of the first things I brought up, I'm like, this guy is just a weapon on the uh, on his Twitter account. So, man, like, and we, we mentioned in the uh, in your little introduction there that, that you won the lax Twitter madness bracket by Quick Stick. And, and you beat out some pretty big names. Like, I know Paul Rabel, like, honestly, one of the only the cross guys like i know but i know like, I'm, not, I'm not that knowledgeable but man like you've got some big names guys with like hundreds of thousands of, like of followers is that something you expected to like to win or did it kind of catch you by surprise it, it was kind of one of those things where i was like joking with my buddy about it i was like there's absolutely no way i would care about this or like be tweeting about it if i was mid-season right now but it was like right as quarantine was happening so i had nothing yeah. to do no like nothing to try at so i was just sitting there and i was like yeah i'm gonna like try to win this thing so i was like quote tweeting them and like trying to make jokes and stuff so people yeah. would vote for me so i definitely was uh was going probably a little too hard on that one but <laughs> i was flattered that, that people liked my stuff i guess i was uh i was happy I just, apparently the guy who like made the tournament said he wasn't even gonna include me i was like one of the last two people he put in i was like hell yeah <laughs> under, underdog story of the century you need your own uh, 30 for 30 uh, film yeah, because I think exactly. you were the lowest ranked, uh, like lowest seated account in there. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, well, I had to go against like the barstool guy right away. That was first yeah, round, barstool and I didn't really do much for that one. And when I beat him, I was like, okay, I got to make a run now. I got to be the yeah, Cinderella. Yeah. yeah, that was unreal. Um, at that point, like, how many followers and stuff did you gain through that process? <laughs> I went. I think I went from like five hundred to like twelve hundred over that quick stick tournament i was like i kind of looked at the end i was like oh my god that's pretty sweet that's jokes um you gotta plug up plug your twitter account i don't think we've actually mentioned what your ad is oh yeah drake, drake porter 33 follow for some stupid jokes and that's pretty much, it. <laughs> yeah. I don't really post much else. uh do you have any like pre-game rituals or superstitions and stuff that you do before games <laughs> uh like pre-game rituals um i try not to be like superstitious because like as a goalie i don't want to like depend on stuff and then something goes wrong and like i just panic but i definitely love caffeine and that's like something that i've done like had before games like forever so i'll like get up i have to have like a duncan cold brew to start then i'll have a gatorade and then i'll have like a bang energy which i switched to this year <laughs> bang energy is pretty good people people rip on bang energy and i get the whole like influencer like it's like super like douchey or whatever but i like bang energy it tastes good and then i'll have uh like half a rock star and a bunch more water because i'm probably so dehydrated from all the caffeine and then i like go into the game and the only problem is like in between every quarter i have to go to the bathroom because i've just put like two gallons yeah. of liquid in my body <laughs> but uh but no that's like the only the only pre-game routine and then i like listening to uh like classic rock 
and I'll put in my headphones because in the like locker room, everyone's just like banging rap or right. whatever, which I'm into. But like sometimes it's just way too much before a game. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I need to chill out. Like, so <laughs> if you had, if you, uh, kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you had one one song, actually, let's go with three, like three artists or three songs, either or. If you could only listen to those ones to start your game, like what would be the ones you pick to get you fired up for uh, for the start? Probably uh, Bob O'Reilly by The Who is like the one I listen to every time. Just a classic banger. Um, and then I guess like Rolling Stones, anything about the Rolling Stones I like because it's like gets you hype, but like not like I'm going to like go out there and try to kill someone because like, right. as a goalie, I can't really be in that, yeah. that headspace. <laughs> um, and then I'll mix it up. I, I'll throw in uh, I'll throw in some chain smokers now and then just to like, you know, keep, keep the vibes happy. <laughs> some, uh, some EDM. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to ask you about one of the things that I noticed. I think you did it in your rookie season. You put the tape on like the chin guard, uh, like the goalie neck guard. And then you wrote uh, the big, you put the big baller brand logo on it. Um, Was there any like, was there any like blowback from that, from the school, from the NCAA, anybody like when that happened? I I am still like patiently waiting to like, get some sort of like like I'm waiting for someone to say something to me about it I never yeah. thought that I I, I was like because when I first started a game my junior year sorry, third year junior year American yeah. um when I first started I like had it on and I was like all right well like Nike's probably gonna contact us and have me take this off like right away so it's whatever I got to wear it as a backup we'll see how long I can go and then no yeah. one's ever said anything to me about it but it's for, it was just a dumb like thing I did as a joke and then like my, I ch- didn't put it on a new helmet we got, and everyone like made fun of me. They're like, "Oh, where's the BBB? Like that's how I know you now. Like yeah. when you soft, why are you putting it on anymore?" I was like, "Okay, I guess to avoid being bullied, I'll just wear this forever." <laughs> and that's <laughs> done pretty well so far, ball. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you need a big baller brand sponsorship out of it. I was thinking it, once I graduate, if they want to break into lacrosse, a lot of money, a lot of rich parents. <laughs> yeah, the big baller brand could exactly. break in. I could be their guy. <laughs> and you can uh, do the advertising for them. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously, uh, Syracuse is a historic school, man. Like out of all the superstars who've graced those halls, and I got Ernie Davis, uh, first uh, African American Heisman winner, and then you've got Carmelo Anthony out of Syracuse too. Who's your favorite Orangeman of all time? God, it's got to be Carmelo Anthony. The dude is is dripping with swagger. Like he showed he showed up back to campus this year for to like watch a basketball game in like a corduroy like suit that was like yellow, orange, and green. I was like, what? And he got like sunglasses on. Like I just love that guy's like whole like lifestyle. Like he's just always looking so like ridiculous, but also cool at the same time. Um, and then obviously he won Syracuse the national championship in basketball uh, in his one and done year, which is like historic. So. No, Syracuse. Mello has like a special place in the hearts of everyone at Syracuse. He's like, he's like a, a holy name around here. That's for sure. Uh, so, do you guys have like a lacrosse house there that you live in, or like, do you live in the lacrosse house? Uh, yeah. So we actually have uh, we have two houses side by side um, that I live in now, um, and they they have like I think there's twelve of us total, um, and then so we'll have like a joint like like parties and stuff like that uh when we want to have people over and then there's another house actually uh down the street um so we actually do housing like by grade so your first two years you have to be on campus then third year fourth year um normally like one grade we'll get a house or two houses side by side and then like it'll be set up like that so the junior class or third years this year uh lived like two seconds from us so it was just and it was one realty company that had all of us 
So oh, just a, such a mess for them. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to deal with that. You're not getting that security deposit back. That's for sure. Well, no. I already talked to her today. I actually was like sorting out my new lease today. And she was like, you know, you're not getting that security deposit back. I was like, I never thought we would. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Thanks, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> so what is like one thing or stereotype that you feel like people have about Division One lacrosse players or Division One athletes in general that you would say just isn't true? Um, I think the big, the big thing, and it's mostly football guys cause they're pretty active on social media, but the whole, like, like rise and grind hundred emoji, like, I'm yeah. in my bag, like, constantly, <laughs> like, it's just like, I don't think, I think there's probably like one guy, especially in lacrosse. There's just like not that many guys like that. Like, I don't right. see anyone posting like super intense, like workout pictures and stuff like that. Like, but for some reason people are like, like on campus be like, Oh, like you're a student athlete. Like, Oh, <laughs> like, dude, it's not, we're not it's like not that, that at all. We're, especially yeah. lacrosse like we're some of the most normal like it's it's one of those sports where it's like you get some really really normal dudes who will like just are happen to be really good at it yeah like aren't great athletes at anything else and so it's just like we're a pretty normal collection of guys i would say <laughs> we're definitely not not in our bags hundred emoji constantly sure. <laughs> uh, all glory to god like student first uh, like all, all that yeah god, god I so, I, yeah yeah I saw on uh, on Twitter that the college esports guy also named Drake Porter. He challenged you to a duel for the rights to the name Drake Porter. Has anything come of that so far? Like, and and how prepared are you to battle for your name? So I he like DM'd me and he like fully wanted to do it. I guess because like he was like gonna stream it because he's like streams and stuff and he was gonna do it and have his followers watch and uh, but he wanted to play like Overwatch and I was like, dude, I don't know, I don't play <laughs> Overwatch and then he was yeah. like, oh, we could play League of Legends. I'm like. Dude, NHL or something? Like, <laughs> it could be I don't even know either of those. Yeah, like why don't we go play lacrosse for it or like pick up basketball or something? Like I was like, I can't like no, nothing against anyone who plays Overwatch, but I was like, dude, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you're like a you're pro dude, player, you're gonna destroy me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like trying to at least Fortnite. Me. I could like probably like muster up something. On it's Fortnite. gotta be yeah. It's gotta be something like not even video game related, like and not lacrosse related. It's gotta be like a board game, like a, like intense game of Monopoly or something. Yeah, like virtual chess. You'd actually probably destroy me in that too, but <laughs> instead of a chance. <laughs> So, like, if – what did this guy say, though? Like, why – what's he going to do? Like, take your name. Like, what's the – what's the cha- – like, what's the challenge here? What's the end result of that? I was thinking about it, and I was like, would it be, like, a Twitter name change? Or would I have to actually, like, fully legally change, change name. my name just <laughs> yeah. out of honor yeah. um, if I lost this? And I don't know. I would hope that I could keep the name. Or maybe I'd have to go start going by my middle name or something. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was, I was like, I guess I'll have to change my Twitter name. And then I was like, I don't know how seriously this guy's going to enforce this. But Yeah, like what? Just out of nowhere, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I want your name. Like, there can only be one Drake Porter. Yeah. Dude, honestly, honestly, no shame in going with the middle name. Like, I go by my middle name. No idea how it started. My parents just decided that was the, uh, that's what was going to happen. So, I mean, like, it's been done you, before, if, man. You, if you, you can believe it, name. my middle name is actually uh, is Headley. Uh, no way. So, yeah. So my, my name is Drake Headley Porter, which means that my first two names are like Canadian artists, which is yeah. just like, what are the odds? Cause neither <laughs> of those existed when I was born. So like, what are the odds? So I, I don't know if I could go from getting made fun of for one musician's name to a whole new one for next. people to make fun of me for. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like I, uh, I like Headley Porter. Honestly, sounds like more of a lacrosse name. Like I know I've I've seen some of those <laughs> rankings with uh, like some some pretty legendary names. I know Brickman House was a personal favorite of mine. 
What uh, what's one of your favorite lacrosse names? There is um oh my god, there's a kid. He plays. I think he plays D one at Utah, and his name is Mustang Sally. No. The most oh, legendary god. name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, there was like a clip of him scoring. They, they posted a highlight, and you could hear the guy over the fence like Mustang Sally, second goal of the game, and I just started dying. Well, there's a song. I think it's called Mustang Sally. That makes way more sense. Cause I thought it was just completely random. <laughs> and, and like, I don't know if you've ever played uh, like the. I think it was like Black Ops Zombies. W- weren't those the name of the those like starting pistols? And you pack a punch them with a Mustang and Sally. <laughs> <laughs> if someone named their kid after Call of Duty Zombies, that is yeah, Call of Zombies. That's there was another one. I think it was uh, Shackleford Stanwick was another like classic, like super white like name, and he was really good too. So it was like pretty funny. Shackleford, I love that <laughs> one. Shackleford. Shackleford, Shackleford Stanwick. Yeah, man, lacrosse guys got the best names. Like hands down, <laughs> the sport with the best names. There, like no other sport really competes. Like in my opinion, anyways. Yeah, I used to scroll through or like flip through the uh, like provincial lacrosse books, and you could find some crazy names. Like there were guys. And you'll be able to tell like what teams they were kind of from, but it would be like two acts and like long boat, things like that. And you're just reading this. You're like, come on. Like this is, <laughs> you know, there's where those kid, guys uh, are from. There's a kid who plays for Jacksonville. His name's Bo Bo Hunter, which is a personal favorite of mine. <laughs> no. How intimidated are you? Like when you get on the field and you hear you're playing against Bo Bo Hunter, that's gotta be, that's, that would just send a like, chill up my spine, man. I get a, you know what? Like I gotta, I'm injured. I'm injured. My ACL. <laughs> Pull yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it's like when uh, we had to play Tahoka and he was like 40 yeah. pounds heavier than us. And I was like, I'm good. I don't need to play this guy. <laughs> Did you play with him at IMG? Was he on your team then? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he would absolutely embarrass me like every day in practice. The stuff he would do was absurd. I was just like so demoralized coming out of those days. Yeah, he's insane. We uh, one year when we were at lacrosse offsa, we were watching them play, and uh, I think it was like the game before us. They pumped some team like sixteen nothing, and I'm pretty sure he had fifteen goals. And then this, the goal that he didn't score. He won. He took the draw, won the draw, ran all the way down the field to like beat everybody who was in front of the net, and then just threw the crazy behind the back pass to some guy who's back door, and the guy just buried it like just a little like tap in basically, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what is this guy doing out here? And watching him in high school, it was actually like, like obviously, like it's leveled up now. He's still a really good college player, but like when he was in high school, it was absurd. Like he was just so much better than like everyone he was playing like with and against i was like dude like what what is going on right now who is this guy uh so drake i wanted to ask you like one thing that i feel like a lot of people goalies specifically get asked is why you made the decision to play goalie and i just want to preface it before we like get into it and that for those people who don't know goalies in lacrosse in uh field lacrosse pretty much wear like no equipment like I, you almost wear less equipment than the players do in a lot of ways. Um, it's like, you're almost deemed like psychotic for wanting to be goalies and having the ball shot, like the Indian rubber ball shot at you that hard. And from that close with that minimal equipment, like why were you like, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to be standing in front of that. Yeah, it was it was a pretty funny story actually. I was on I was at SAC and I was like the only sixth grader on the middle school team or like one of two. 
And uh, we had this big goalie who got hurt. Um, he, get, he kept getting hurt, like, every game. He would, like, go down, like, oh. So then eventually they were like, okay, he's too hurt to play. Drake, you're one of the youngest guys on the team. Just hop in. I was like, dude, what? No. Like, <laughs> what? Are you kidding me right now? So then, but then they wanted to put like all the pads that he had on. And I was like, looking at the other goalie and he had nothing. And I was like, I don't want to look soft. So I just like put the chest protector on, gloves. There's nothing on my arms, nothing on my yeah. legs. Went in, got hit in the thigh, hit in the face, and then like hit on like my butt end of my stick. So three of just like super lucky saves. And, uh, they only scored like one goal and our coach was like, okay, you're the new goalie. So that's <laughs> what you're going to do now. And I was just like, all right, I guess this is what's how, this is what my life is. Uh, so then from there, I think like I was like decent, but in my head I was like super sick. So I was like, all right, well, I found something I'm really good at. I'm just going to yeah. keep doing this. Um, and I, I kind of just ran with it after that. And there was some, definitely some painful moments. Uh, my dad wasn't a huge fan. He was just like, what are you doing? Like, why did you do this? Yeah, why? You were playing midfield. Like, why are you switching? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, dad. This is my life now. This is who I am. <laughs> I'm a goal. Ever since, that's what I'm doing. Have you, have you been in contact with that coach since? And like, hey, like, that, that's like, just how, just talking about how it's unfolded ever since that decision was made. Like, not even by you, really. Just the coach throws you in and now you're an All-American goalie at Syracuse. Like, you got to attribute some of your... Uh, <laughs> some of that to your coach like thanks man when i committed i sent you a thank you tag i sent him a thank you text i was like yeah thanks for uh thanks for throwing me in that that one time when i was absolutely did not want to be in there i guess it worked <laughs> out for all of us involved <laughs> that's unreal uh drake i think that's like pretty much all all the questions we got for you uh we wanted to thank you for coming on and taking the time to do this we really appreciate it uh you're an unreal goalie at syracuse you We've mentioned all these different things that you've been able to do, uh, being able to start every game and then being the only goalie since uh, John Galloway to return the next year and then start every game again. Um, and then you're all, all the way up there in the uh, PLL draft rankings in terms of, I'm pretty sure you were top five in the goalie rankings this year we, I was looking at. Um, we want to wish you the best going forward. We want to, we hope that you guys get a chance to win the uh, college lacrosse championship next year. Unfortunately, it was taken away from you this year. Um, and then hopefully you'll make it onto the PLL and we'll be watching you on, uh, on Sundays. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thanks you guys for uh, having me on. I love the setup. Uh, love the mics. I'll, I'll definitely do listen. Uh, all the episodes now I just caught a couple uh, in the past week when I was getting ready to come on. So I love, I love the show. Keep it going boys. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Have a good one. Peace, care, All right. I had a lot of fun doing that interview with Drake. Uh, I used to play lacrosse with Drake uh, growing up. Then we got the chance, both of us actually, to play against him in high school lacrosse. Um, and then kind of got to see him move on to go to IMG down in the States to play high school lacrosse there. And then moving on to play Syracuse, like Syracuse is a huge, huge, huge lacrosse school in division one. Um, and then the fact that he became the starter and he's been the starter the last couple, like last two years, unfortunately he had this year taken away, like the end of this year taken away from him due to what's going on in the world, but they, he was able to get it back. Like he's able to play again next year. They, they worked that out. So that's really cool. And like happy for him that that's able to happen. Um, but it was really cool. You know what I mean? Like, and then talk about an underdog story of a generation is coming from the last seated thing and ending up winning. Yeah, winning the cross bracket. bracket. Yeah, winning it was so cool. 
and you just beat out all these huge names that I was like looking through and like, man, these guys are major, major like lacrosse people. And he just kept knocking them out, knocking them out, knocking them yeah, out. It was definitely. so cool. We, we shouted out his social media channels. Yeah, on, go uh, check it out. Yeah, you got to check it out. His tweets are second to none, man. This guy yeah. is like just a presence online. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, that was a really cool interview. So thank you to Drake for coming on and joining us. Uh, we look forward to catching up with you in the future, being able to like talk about how lacrosse is going. Hopefully he gets into uh, PLL. And, I, and I, I can see that happening. Hopefully our connection's a little bit better with the interview next time too. Yeah. We're having some, yeah. having a little technical difficulties with uh, just the connection. I don't know if it was distance or what, but yeah. The other ones have been fine, but we were yeah. struggling that one. But <laughs> yeah, we did battle a little bit through. We did battle, but we made it through. We made it. We made it. That's what. We we, that's it. all we do, Miggy. We battle. We're, we're we battle. battles. We, we Nothing gets us down. No. I get knocked down, and I get up again. <laughs> no, never going to keep me down. <laughs> Yo, okay. okay. So yeah, this is a great interview. Had lots Fantastic. of fun, but uh, I think now uh, we'll introduce our lad of the week. So. For this lad of the week, it's a little closer to home. Uh, literally, yeah, literally, literally in my home. Um, lot of the week for episode forty, we're gonna have to give it to my dad, Paul Phillips. Uh, my dad is a huge fan of the podcast. He watches, well, because now we we have the YouTube going on. He watches every single one. Um, but he's been a huge supporter since the very beginning. Uh, he wanted, he kept telling me he wanted us to get it back. Like he kept asking, like, are you, are you and Ryan going to start it again? Or are you and the boys going to start it again? And then when we did, he was pretty excited about it. Um, he has all these suggestions and ideas that he's always giving us. He's always contributing to segments and like giving me uh, things to talk about. Like the, the songs that we just did. So many of these songs that were on the list were his suggestions. <laughs> like he yeah. just the and, O Canada suggestion. <laughs> and then like, we gotta we gotta also also mention that we the we downloaded the beer with me app. Yeah. And I get a friend request. Yeah. And what's your dad's what's your dad's I didn't know it was Philly so, at the time. <laughs> so um I get a text from McGee and he just says some some guy named Ticker added me on beer with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that would be my dad. So just a little explanation. Ticker basically he got because he used to be the guy who would like message all of his friends, kind of similar to I guess what I do, which is kind of funny. But when trades would come through in the NHL or like free agency and stuff would happen, he would message all of his friends and like tell them what had happened and like update everybody. So they used to joke that he was like the ticker on Sports Center. You know what I mean? Like coming across oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the updates. So they would yeah. call him Ticker. So he made his name on Beer With Me Ticker. But he's always he always sends McGee and I cheers and stuff every time we're drinking. Um, he loves the app. thinks it's hilarious. Loves That's the sick. podcast. Uh, loved the last episode of Spivak. Like was a huge fan of that one. He commented uh, on the post too. So commented cool. on the post. Look at so that. for episode 40, we got to give the lot of the week to my dad, Paul. Thank you for the support, Paul. Thank you very much for the support. Really appreciate it. But uh, yeah, there you go. There's our episode 40 lot of the week. Look at that. Wow. What a guy. McGee, I think that that about wraps up episode 40. I think it does. We brought back master debaters <laughs> which was fun i'm glad we did that we yeah kinda, that was we a lot of fun humming, we were humming and hawing deciding whether or not we bring that one back i'm yeah. glad we did yeah and, but yeah time. definitely definitely send us your your sing-along tunes 
Yeah, uh, we, we want to know what we missed. What what we tell us what you think I'm, it's gonna be eating away. Yeah, because people are gonna be like, oh wow, you didn't say this one. Like, what were you thinking? Or, Idiots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's I want to hear it though. I want to know what what did we miss? Like what what else is out there? What are some good ones? But yeah, message us, let us know what we missed. Let us know what else we need to we needed to add. But and as always, more big things on the way. Yeah, always. We, we had a great guest on today in Drake Porter. Yeah. Uh, and and more big things coming. More, more big, big things, things coming. coming. And the one hint I will give you, the one hint I will give you about our next guest is kind of kind of continues along that uh, theme of uh, online presences. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you guys have definitely seen our next guests. Yeah. Online Plural. at some point. Yeah. So do with that information what you will. <laughs> well, what an episode! Always fun chatting with you, McGee. It's been a good time. Hopefully you enjoy the, uh, the rest of your time in Waterloo out there. Yeah, I will try. I got a midterm or yeah, I got a midterm Monday. That's just eating away at the back of my mind. It's the last thing I want to think about, but yeah, it's scary, man. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Anyways, Anyways. this is a good, this is a good little breather. I can, I can now go back to reality and have to study in it, which is sucks. But episode 40, what an episode. What a, what, a, what a conversation about music and, and getting to chat with Drake. Big things on the way. And yeah, buckle up because... Uh, can't stop, yeah. won't stop. Yeah, can't stop, won't stop. Catch us next week, lads and lads. Same time, same place, same launchers. See ya. Cheers. Cheers.